I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen, misunderstood, emo, Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. And hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. Our camera opens as it has for so many other times beforehand. As the sun is setting over the city of Springfield, and in the corner we see the date of May 2021, Friday the 14th, which is almost, uh, which is almost the Friday the 13th, which would have been fun. We uh, we focus in as we go deep into an area of the city that we are very familiar with from watching, and that is the area of the Paradise City Mall as the vampires of our, our story begin to rouse from their slumber and wake for the evening. Um, I'm going to start with Art as he is most likely gone into day sleep near his precious computers and technology. I think tonight, more than likely, yes. Uh, you awake, as I'm sure you have more than once as a mortal, with yourself in your chair and your technology doing something. Uh, how do we find Art this morning? What does he get up to? What is his first thing? So, in uh, in the Sanctum, a uh, a ceiling tile is going to slide back, and then Art is going to grog- groggily like poke his head out, like he's some kind of bat, and then he'll unceremoniously just like flop to the ground, and then get back to his feet, get his little step ladder, fix the ceiling tile, and then kick it back over towards the bookcase. <laughs> he looks hungover. Uh, as if, you know, he'd been hitting the vodka really hard the night before, and there's just this steady growl in his ears that he knows is the stomach. He's going to pa- pass by a uh, a body hole that is on the gurney that is next to the fridge, open up the fridge and start rummaging through it looking for something. It might be a kidney, might be a piece of liver, who knows but he's just going to grab a snack before he starts to sit down at his computer chair and start looking at his command center and see what has transpired over the past daylight hours. Any text messages before you do anything? Um, I'm not sure if... Uh, yeah, I guess that's that's the question. Are you messaging anybody, or are you just getting ready to work? Uh, I will, Art will check his messages. And if there are no messages, he will send out a couple. He'll send one out to Summer that will say, hey, just following up from last night. You did great. Let me know if anything comes up. He will send one to Winifred. Wait, he can't because she's a Lasombra. He is going to send a text message to Jade. Okay. That will say, hey, it's Art. Sorry about your surprise sleepover guest. 
just checking sure to make sure everything's okay. I'd like to talk to you later to see how you're doing. And then give like a little thumbs up emoji. Specifically that you want to talk to Jade? To Jade. Interesting. Okay. And uh, he will send a text out to Raven that just says, yo, just woke up anything on fire yet. And then he's going to go start going through his, his messages, his handshakes, all of that. Uh, there's no activity that you were waking up to as uh, everybody was rather busy last night. But getting into it, the um, summer is the first one to get back to you. She says that she is happy to be of help. Is there anything that you need from her tonight? Uh, we'll text back. Don't know yet. If Pops doesn't need you for anything, let me know. I might have something later. Not sure yet. Uh, she hits you with a couple of emojis and says, I'll have to, to find him to talk to him to see if uh, anything's going on. Sure thing. Winky smiley face. No, winky smiley face is barf. It's great because it's a flesh-eating ghoul that's trying to be reassuring to a homeless vampire girl. Yeah, you're you're doing a great job. I mean, not a terrible job. You already didn't kill her once, so cool. Um, we go from there to where Jimmy is waking up for this evening and what he gets up to upon immediately waking. Well, Jimmy does what Jimmy does. He wakes up, makes sure his hair's good, his clothes are clean, all fantastic, and then heads over to the mall to go visit Madame Fina. Actually, no, first he goes to put on his music at the mall. Sure. Uh, tonight is like so many others where everything feels right, where the mall is, well, the mall is how you left it, but, you know, what else are you going to do? Your guys are there. They have no no news that you don't know about from last night to report. Nothing has happened here at the mall. Nothing has gone horribly awry. They're a little upset that um, they're a little upset that Nick isn't back yet, but yeah. you've assured him that that is a work in progress. Uh, and when you get to Madame Fina's, she is not there, but there is a note on the door that says Jimmy on it. All right. Jimmy will read the note. Sure. It says, hey, because uh, you talked to her, right, about all of the mess that's going down, right? Yes. Um, it says, hey, uh, family stuff came up, and I've got to, I won't be here for a couple of days. Hoping to come by when everything has blown over, and there's little, uh, like, stars and stardust, and a little crystal ball with her signature in it. Hmm. Okay. Jimmy checks the door and make sure it's locked. Yeah, no, it's it's locked, but, you know, you have keys and stuff. Uh, or, or access to keys if you really wanted. He wants his card read, but he doesn't know anything about it. 
and doesn't even think to like there's probably a book or you could check the internet so yeah i guess that's it you want to pull a card and see what shakes loose just to oh yeah i already did i got the um two of swords reversed which is um i don't have any light in my room right now uh the accord breaks due to treachery or lies seeking trouble for its own sake self-destructive behavior what is jimmy if not a pile of self-destructive behavior yeah that's just his character description in a denim vest <laughs> uh cool is there anything else you want to do with that whole situation do you want to contact anybody else do you want to reach out to anyone uh well jimmy is going to go to the radio shack assuming that's mm -hmm. where art is it's where he can often be found for sure and if he is there or is art there not yet he will be eventually. Uh, there is a uh, a grin camera there that uh, once once Jimmy is beyond the uh, threshold of the shack of radio, uh, it will like turn itself on when it sees movement and make a little chime, and the chime sounds something Soviet. Huh, okay. He looks around, looks at the the little conspiracy board. Uh, waiting for art. You gonna make any rolls with the conspiracy board, or try to figure anything out, or do you just want to wait for everybody to get together? Jimmy was just gonna say, "Hey, I'm gonna be fixing up my car. If you need anything, reach out." But there just... are plenty of pens and paper in here if you wanted to leave a note. True, but he'll just wait for art. Moving over to Coco, who had a eventful evening. Um, Coco, you wake up, you have your guest and your other guest, and uh, Winfred is sitting up in her little blanket nest with her back to the wall, just kind of just kind of sitting there. Um, well, she's who I look at first, you know, because I wasn't super, super comfortable going to sleep, but like it was fine, and she was like staring at me at the dark in the dark, and that was kind of weird but like i could also see her so i mean that was fine so i check her does she look awake or is she just laying there sleeping with her eyes open because that's creepy uh she's awake and when she sees you stir and look in her direction she she waves um you can see that she has already blush of life or whatever that is worth to your sensibilities as uh, as a vampire Okay, well, that's, you know, a little weird because it's really just me in here, but that's fine. She didn't eat me, and she was awake before me. And then I just kind of look over at little Chunky Butt and kind of recoil a little bit because it's gross, right? Like, I literally just slept with a rat all day. I mean, if you want to call it sleeping, but yeah, you were dead next to a, a street rat. But he's so cute, though. Is he awake? Should I, like, tickle his little nosy and wake him up? Oh, he immediately stirs when there is movement on the bed from you stirring. Kind of like when the cat is immediately awake whenever you shift and roll over in bed. 
Yeah, so I just, good evening, Chunky Butt. What was so important that you had to scare Jade last night? Uh, do you want to rouse for your uh, for your feral whispers? Because, ah, there you go. Got to get hungry. You had previously gotten a giant pile of hits of seven, if I am to be remembering correctly, on summoning and talking to these rats and setting them to look at a couple of places. And as a part of that, uh, Chunky Butt in particular has uh, has returned to you with some information that you were asking him about. Uh, not quite the information that you exactly had wanted, but that last night at the church that you had sent him to, the one that Father Todd preaches at, the one where uh, your mom and her church friends like to go, that late at night there was a bunch of humans that came by, got very mean with each other, gotten a verbal argument, and uh, then they left to go. He didn't know somewhere else. He can't follow cars. He's, you know, he's little teeny tiny legs. Yeah, it's very difficult. Did anyone get hurt? Not that he can. No blood. Not that his tiny rat brain can comprehend or articulate. He said nobody got hit, but, you know, uh, there was a lot of yelling. But he couldn't understand them because they're not they're not like you. Oh, that's so sweet. I am kind of special. Like, not everybody's really like me. Um, I want to kind of describe, like, that dirty Fonzie. Because last night was kind of like a blur, especially after I, like, ate that stoner or whatever. Um, but I remember there being, like, a dirty Fonzie. So I want to describe kind of that guy to Chunky Butt and see if he remembers anybody that looked like that. He does not. There was no, nobody that he. Uh, there's nobody that matches that description to him. Uh, he doesn't know what a Fonzie is, though. They probably kick rats. Probably. Okay, so late last night, some humans showed up to the church. They got into a big argument, and then they left. Mm-hmm. In two cars, one very big car. What was the what was that car that like the um the other guys were driving the bad guys that were trying to kill us? The one you saw was kind of like a ta- like a New York style taxi cab uh car, not exactly like yellow and everything, Big. but yeah. um it was like your standard four door car size, which you would probably not call big, but is probably the smaller of these two cars. Okay, well, I just thank him and give him like a little nuzzle and a little rub, and I promise him I'll find him some treats in the kitchen. But he really has to, you know, say sorry to Jade because he didn't mean to scare her and like just let me do the introductions. But for now, why don't you just crawl in the pocket of my hoodie and just get right on in there? He is happy to crawl in and be all warm and cozy in your little hoodie pocket. And then I just kind of look back to Winifred, because I don't really know if she speaks rat. 
Uh, I was actually about to ask, when Coco is speaking to animals, does she make animal noises, or does she just speak more people noises? I mean, it's got to be a combination of, like, sickening little cutesy talk kind of animal noises and random English words, yeah? Cool. Um, she looks up at you as you are having your conversation and does not uh, does not appear to be judging you for what you are doing, but just hits you with a sorry, I didn't want to interrupt your um, conversation, I guess. Sorry, it's weird, but like I get it. No, it's not weird at all. Like you always baby talk your animals, don't you? I meant more talking to rats and stuff. Oh, like you thought that we were like having a conversation. That's silly. He just makes squeaky noises at me too. Um, I'm totally trying to lie to her. Yeah, if if you want to roll something to try to hide that, but like she knows that's the thing that vampires can do. But if you want to hide that it's the thing that you can do, you are welcome to roll. What do I roll for being a liar, a big fat liar? Uh, usually manipulation and subterfuge, which is something you're very good at. Oh, regular critical. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> in that case, you just kind of was like, you know, you could find somebody to teach you to actually talk to animals, right? Like, that's a thing that some of us can do. Really? Oh, that would be really cute. Maybe. Uh, I'll ask Art about it or something, because he probably knows. Okay. Uh, none of my you know, business, really. But, yeah, no, it's it's totally... I can't do it, but it's... Yeah. Um, I think your roommate is up. She just points over her shoulder towards the door. Yeah, I think I have some, like, legit <laughs> apologies. To uh, Why... Am I still waking up apologizing for bad decisions I made before, like, I passed out? Like, I just don't. This is, like, a cycle in my life that I've worked on a lot in therapy. I'm not quite there. Um, and I don't know if the gas station Roses covered it because she was pissed when Chunky broke into the apartment. So do you mind, like, giving us a couple minutes? Uh, Sure. Can I? And she points towards where the uh, the bathroom is out in the in the main apartment. Can I just use your shower? I guess. Bet <laughs> for sure. Do you want like there? Oh, I forgot. I was gonna tell you put a like little Bluetooth speaker in there, but I forgot that like it won't work. That sucks, dude. She just yeah yeah it sucks. But yeah, like have at it. There's like clean towels and stuff in there. You should be good. Thanks. And she gets up and... Uh... Well, I kind of sit up. I'm pretty sure I cleaned myself up like a little bit, like a lot last night, because I remember sending like a really hideous picture to Jade, but I'm still going to like lick my hands and just wipe my face and make sure that I'm not still coming up with like any dried blood anywhere. You can have a little mirror somewhere that you cleaned up, and I can almost assure you that you would have had to have cleaned up last night to 
be anywhere near presentable for uh, company and the things that you got up to last night. Yeah, but I don't really remember everything super clearly, so I'm just doing a double check because the I, I know I scared her and pissed her off and fucked up and we're trying to like rebuild. And the last thing I need is a little bit of like smudge to remind her of why she should probably hate me and run a little bit of hotel clerk on your face or something. Basically. <laughs> yeah, no, you can easily make sure that you are presentable. Um, you are also still a little high. Yay, that's the best kind, just a little bit. As you go out into your apartment, uh, Winifred follows you, goes to the bathroom, and uh, a short while later, you can hear the shower beginning to run. And uh, Jade is there. Um, I feel like she's just like the she's sitting in a chair looking in your general direction, the direction of the door that you guys came out of. The TV is on, but it's not something that she is watching. It is just generating some background noise, uh, possibly so that people who live nearby may not overhear anything that's going on. Uh, you can watch her eyes and her head follow Winifred as she starts to move to the bathroom. Uh, she waves at Jade. Jade gives a little wave back that's just kind of like... I acknowledge that you are here, and I don't know how to feel about that. And then, uh, as the shower begins to run, here the two of you awkwardly sit. Um, hey, uh, are you hungry? Do you want me to, like, um, order some delivery for you? Uh, I had something earlier. Um, how are you, I guess? No, 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 no. Like, how are you? I'm so sorry. Like, I was so scared. Um, cause like, first of all, like, I've never kind of like woke up in the daytime before, and just like to hear you, like, I thought somebody was hurting you, and I'm so, so, so sorry. I'm, and you can see that she's had a lot of tension that was just built up over the past couple of hours as she is here after what had happened and just the crazy way that things went down um she tenses up for a moment and wipes at her eye for a second it says this gonna be our life now we got rats running up in this place like delivering mail or something so i never thought of I just, I guess I don't think, and that's like a common theme, and I don't have a life anymore, and I was really just scared for yours, so I'm really sorry this needs help here, more therapy and boundaries. I think that maybe we should, you should talk about boundaries with me. So listen, right? It's like 
do you remember when we were at that halfway house and that one chick kept like screwing up like stupid stuff she would like come in like after we were all supposed to be in for the night or whatever and then we would all get in trouble like i feel like i'm that girl right now and like i'm just ruining everything for like everyone around me and i'm sorry but i don't know how to not be a horrible person starts to not like break break she does start to get emotional again and starts to say you're not a you're not a terrible person and then her phone rings with a text message and she picks it up and looks at it for a second uh art is this the first time you've texted jade directly i'm to think of it yeah he's been really hands-off with jade Although I'm certain, and Art is pretty certain, that Jade knows he exists. But he's been spending the past months kind of trying to ease her into this whole thing uh, with with poor results. Well, you've had some help generating poor results. Right. Womp womp. Right. Um, well, Coco, in that case, have you told Jade about Art? Like, how much would she know about him if uh, if Art was like, hey, it's Art? So I think we all know that Coco is not very, like, careful ever. So I'm sure that Jade knows that Art is a fixer. And that's probably about it. Fixer in that... He fixes my problems. Like, I, I break things and then he fixes them. Um. Yeah, so she'll look up from her phone where Art sent this text message and be is like, "Did something happen last night?" Besides, and she motions to the apartment because that fixer guy just texted me. Like so much. St- when does like seven thousand things not happen? Like, is is he okay? Like, is everything okay? Like, he knows. Obviously, that Winifred was here last night. He's probably just worried about her, right? Just wanted to make sure that you were okay. Because, like, I was a little out of it for, like, a little bit. Drugs are bad, okay? She starts to text him back. Uh, Clearly not. Uh, I'll take things I never would have thought I heard you say. Or myself say, or I guess... As she sends it back a text to Art, it's like, uh, okay, I guess, um, yeah, maybe we can, we can do something. Art will text back, great, glad to hear it. Feel free to text this number or call if anything comes up that you're not sure about. And I'll give a thumbs up emoji. I don't think you get a response. Uh, Coco will see Jade put her phone away rather than just having it out next to you as those of us that are born in the you know last 35-40 years are attached to them but um, and then she'll You can watch Jade tense up as you feel a shifting in your hoodie pocket. Uh, she pulls her feet up off of the ground, up 
onto the uh, onto the seat of the chair that she is sitting in and looks right at your pocket. Hey, so what did you get to eat earlier? And do you have like any leftovers? Because I promised him that I would give him some kind of little snack. Uh, I just got the fast food from the place down the street. It's. Do you have any cold fries or anything? Oh, probably. Rats like cheese, right? I don't know. I've never had a pet rat or talked to one. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't really have one either. But like, um, so she doesn't know. And I just kind of like point at the shower and just make the shush noise. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Just. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is one of our, like, rules is going to be no more surprise animals in the house. And that this one, and I just kind of make the circle around my hoodie pocket, isn't welcome. Which is understandable. And I make, like, the gross kind of... It's yeah, it's probably fucking disgusting to have a sewer rat in the house face. I'm pretty sure it breaks our lease too. Like I don't think we're allowed to have pets. No pets. So I'm gonna give him some snacks and then I'm gonna how did he get in? Oh, rats get in in all kinds of crazy places. That's unsettling and we need to speak to management. But we're gonna get him out of here. I like how quickly that went from he's very cute to that's unsettling. He's cute, but like, I don't just want rats being able to get in my apartment. Ew. All right. That's certainly a thing. Cool. So I just kind of get up. Um, my plan is to grab some snacks and kind of just feed him in my pocket and tell him, you know, thank you so much. And maybe in the future, We'll come up with a different way to meet each other. But for now, don't just come in the apartment anymore. And I'll come up with something. And I'll see you um, just wait outside for me. In the, There's like some trees over there. Just wait over there and I'll call you and you can come with me. Uh, he eats your, well, he eats Jade's cold fries very happily and then heads off. He's got one fry, like, crooked underneath his front paw, and he's running on all three paws to, to head out. He goes up into one of your cabinets underneath the, the sinks and stuff, and then it's gone. Okay, so we know where the hole is, and I promise I'll get it patched. Okay? I love you. So we'll write that down. Okay? Boundary. I'm sorry. And... I'm going to get my life together. So I just walk into my room and I just want to get some clothing and some things together to take a shower. I'm not texting, calling anybody anything because I really at this point don't know how bad I fucked up last night. Probably a little bit, but like now I'm at the, I'm still kind of fucked up and now I have to like make a men's thing, but I don't want to because I'm still kind of fucked up. So I'm just going to kind of wait it out. 
kind of hope that everything blows over a little bit. Yeah, like without my help, I don't I don't really need I, I don't need to be involved right now. Everyone's mad. Can't imagine why everyone's mad. Cool. Uh we will cut away from you as uh Winifred Shower does go on a little longer than what would be normally, maybe just giving you guys some space and some silence. Maybe she really likes hot showers. Who knows? And then we're going to go over to Missy. Hey, Missy. You had a very busy night last night. And running all over the city for all kinds of information and stuff that you have. Um, when you wake for the night, uh, Keith is out in the... Uh, Keith is out in the apartment general, like he usually is. Uh what are you what are you getting up to? Um I think to start the day, uh she'll grab her phone and text two people. Okay. One'll be Winifred just to check in on her. And one will be Kendra to set up a meeting for um and I think when she sees Keith, she's going to ask him to take the information that she gathered last night to um, the prince, go deliver that, and come back and get her uh, so he, so they can go to the mall. Uh, and I believe we completely officially canonized it that you and Coco live in the same building. Yes. So, um, no. I mean, maybe. I don't know if that was <laughs> something you do in the future. Um, Keith is happy to go make this delivery. He asks if there's anything you want him to get while he's out. Um, all of the, the usual good things that he does as a well-trained servant. Um, um, I think uh, one more text to um, the gang, the whole mm -hmm. that I'll be at the mall at whatever time. Uh, that makes the most sense uh, for Keith to get back and get me. Um, yeah. And because she did all the Herald work last night, she's going to just dress casual tonight. Or um, Miss Fitz hoodie. Yep. That one, didn't it? No, he bought me the new one. He bought you a right. new one. Yeah, I got that one. Um, yeah, so just kind of wait back for responses to the text. What is the group text that you sent out? It's just you'll be there. In a yeah, bit. I'll be at the the mall to give my update and to hear what happened last night. Cool. So everybody gets that text message. I don't know if anybody has any responses they want to that, or if we'll just get the band together. I think Art will kick back the te a text uh, amounts to great. See you then. Smiley face. Jimmy doesn't know his phone went off. Coco's the last sad thumbs up in the line. Wow. It's nobody's very talkative in text. I guess there's plenty to talk about in person. Yep. <laughs> Apparently. So uh, a little bit of time will pass. Coco will be able to get her shower. Um, Keith will come back to pick, I guess, both of you up. Um, do you bring... Or invite Winifred along. I don't. She will say to uh, 
to Coco when everything is done is, uh, do you guys need my help with anything tonight, or can I just hang here? I don't know what everybody wants to do. What's going on? No, I mean it's totally cool if you can hang. You can hang here. Um, uh, Jade is that if as long as that's okay with you. Um, Winifred's gonna hang. She can like hang in my room. I have some like art a little bit of art stuff in there and I like specifically pull out a certain pad and a certain like crayon pencil type set and set them down. I'm like, here, you can use this if you want to draw or make anything fun. Um, Jade will probably be in and out. If I need you, I'll just like call her, right? Is that is that okay? Awkward moment as they both look at each other and decide yeah, that's okay enough, I guess. Uh, yeah, and then Winifred, I'm just like, I'll, yeah, I can be here, but if you guys need anything, I'll I'm not doing anything else. Okay, I love you guys, and I just blow kisses on my way out the door to go for a ride with my BFF. No. <clears throat> so the two of you will ride in Keith's car for a little bit to get to them. Uh, and I am overcompensating with the bubbliness when I say my hi to her as soon as I see her. Missy just looks confused once they get in the car. Like, I guess everything went well. You seem happier than normal. I mean, I'm not sure if everything went well. I'm just really happy to see you. I had like a nice little sleepover. Like Winifred's cool. She seems really nice. A little like damaged too, I think. Yeah, it would be us, right? For sure. Um, I have something really weird I want to ask you about, like, before, like, we actually, like, leave, leave. Um, so do you remember my little rat, Chunky Butt? Well, he's over there waiting in the trees. I asked him to tell me if anything happened, like, at the church. Like, I asked him to watch, right? Do you remember? And he, like, broke into my apartment, and then he told me that, like, something weird happened. And I don't really understand because, you know, he speaks rat. So, like he doesn't really get it, but he said that some like people showed up at the church and then there was a fight and it was like really late, like later than people should be at church. It's all suspicious. Should we take him with him with us? Or should I just like kind of tell him what, to go back to the church? Like, I just need a, like an adult, some help. Yeah. Why don't you bring the rat? Uh, Art can strap him down into a chair and interrogate him and find out exactly what he saw. Okay. Well, does Art speak rat? No, Art has ways of making anything talk. Okay, that's just mean, and I don't want him to do that, but, like, I'll, I will tell him to come, but I'm not going to let him strap him down. And I just open up the door, and I kind of, like, squeak, squeak, come on, come on, in my pocket to my little chunky butt. Uh, he quickly arrives and jumps right up into the car and nuzzles into your little hoodie pocket. He's kind of cute, right? Oh, thanks. Does Art and Jimmy have anything they want to talk about uh, before they arrive? I believe Jimmy said he was working on his car and Art is working on data things. Data things. Yeah, Jimmy would have got asked for a quick... If anything happened, and if not, he would go to his. As far as Art knows, nothing has happened, so he's 
just would have said, yes, nothing has happened, everything is strangely fine. I will message you at the garage if anything happens. All right, I'll, uh, all right, I'll take out his phone. I'll be sure to turn on the ringer. Oh, don't have to worry about it. I can get you through the intercom in the garage. Ah, yeah, that's a lot easier. Thanks. And then I think Jimmy puts the phone down in the radio shack and not in his pocket and then just walks out. Sounds like Jimmy. Cool. Some time will pass and then the three of you will arrive at the mall. Oh, do you guys uh, head directly to the food court? That's I'm totally following her, stomping along. I'm just like floating and she's doing the stomp stomp. <laughs> just making sure all of your footfalls are very loud and echoey in the empty mall. Uh oh. if we don't see anybody in the food court when we get there, I'll send another group text like we're here. Uh Art gets that. A phone in an empty room gets that. And then whatever you guys would, would like to do with that. Art will fire off a text right back, say, just finishing up handshakes. We'll be up there in a second. Jimbo is in the garage. I will prod him. And then a little image of a pitchfork. And then Art will activate the intercom. Yes, bear in the rest of the coterie is in the food court if you would wish to take some time and speak with everybody i shall be on my way presently your royal personage i would say august personage but it's only me all right well i imagine jimmy just finished or just started doing something heads over to the food court the coterie is assembled. Keith is off to the side so that he's not directly like sitting at the table, but is around within earshot and is more or less keeping an eye out. All right. So we, uh, I guess, just a, an update. Nothing, nothing new, right, Art, for uh, the things we've been waiting for. Nothing yet that I've seen, no. I'm still working through some of the messages and things, but uh, so far, after the events of last evening, there have been no further bites. All right. Uh, Missy, you're good with your uh, census thing that you're doing? Yeah. The information to the prince and pull out a uh, flash drive, chuck it to art, and say there's a copy of all the info because I know how much. I do love information. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, what events last night? I didn't hear about any events. Did you run into hunters? Did you find them? Art uh, will look to Jimmy. Um, yes and no. We located their... What we believed was their... Uh, where they were staying, the motel. We found some loot in their car uh, that we brought back, along with some video footage of the area. And when we went back, actually say hello, they were gone. And it looks like they have 
a kindred with them. Also, Coco decided to eat someone, and that's being dealt with. Whoa! Maybe not decided. Maybe it was an accident. How do you accidentally eat someone? Oh, they tripped and fell into your fangs? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> no, almost, but no. She was well, supposed to get information out of him. She got something out of him, apparently. I totally did. Oh my God. So I gave her some space. So you by just the, let her do it. Uh, by the time I realized what was happening, he was already a slab of meat. Handled. And we got the computer. And, like, everything's fine now, I think. Right? And I just kind of, like, look to Art. Art's going to look back. He's not going to say anything. Who did you eat? Oh, man. I don't even remember what his name was. Like, so we went out back by the dumpster because, like, he had some, like, drugs and we were going to do them. But, like, I can't just do drugs anymore because this is stupid the way that I live but like I still did them his name was Silas Carthright I have some feelers out in uh, terms of his lineage but the name Carthright should give everybody pause here except for Coco who does not know who that is I can only hope it is a coincidence Wait, you ate another kindred? Not No, no. He was No, not another one, I swear. I learned my lesson last time, I think. But you ate somebody you ate a cartwright and you did this in some other baron's territory. You guys gotta put like signs up or something. This is not a me thing. This is a poor This is totally a me a you thing. This is a you thing. You don't think about things. You just act on it, whatever you want. Like a toddler. You need to get her on a leash. Um, Talking to Art. I, I have another, like, something helpful. And I just kind of, like, put my hand up under Chunky Butt. So if you didn't know, I would look like I was, like, pregnant. And I say nothing else. Oh, yeah. She has a rat she'd like you to interrogate, Art. Because it's not being forthcoming with its info. Maybe you should try eating it. A rat? No, ill. Oh, that's where you draw the line. The rat. <sighs> what? So cute. Rat. Uh, she brought a rat. I understand that she brought a rat. Is it a specific rat? Yeah, it's um, my little friend Chunky Butt. You you remember oh. Chunky Butt, don't you? Wasn't it's very difficult. Yes, it is Abishai's pet rat. Not she has brought Abishai's rat back into the mall after God. I specifically asked him to keep his bugs and animals out of here. This is getting insane. No, this is good thing because he was supposed to watch the church and I'm pretty sure that the vampire hunters are screwing around with the church and Bodhi might be in danger. So 
we need all the answers from him. You literally brought a listening device into a coterie meeting. But he only speaks rat. Like, he can't repeat anything that we said. Yes, he can. To Abishai. Should I... I will deal with Abishai in the future. But should I do a chunky butt? Eat him, like I said. He may be your friend, but he is not welcome in the domain. Not in the barony. That was the agreement that I had with Abishai. I can't yeah, but, eat him. But now the rat knows that she ate somebody. Yes, and Abishai will use that against me later. This has exactly. now become a very definitive me problem. Something that I shall take care of after we finish off the hunters now. The rat has seen hunters. What happened at this church? Where is the church? Who is the church involved with? I would like answers and not hearing any more things that I'm going to have to clean up later. Do I have to roll something to not cry? Uh, You're welcome to cry or not cry as much as you feel your emotional state warrants. I'm just really sad and everybody's yelling at me and I just keep trying to do right and now I'm crying. You keep trying to do right? I haven't seen you do one right thing yet! Yeah, but I was trying. Uh, Tell him what the rat told you. It's all my fault because I told him that I needed his help to watch on my brother and Father Todd because I don't trust him. I don't like that church. They're all bad church people. They smile and stab you in the back. You want to talk about doing right? They never do right. But they're so high and mighty. This is bullshit. Who's Father Todd? No, no. Don't don't derail her. Just tell Art what the rat told you. I told him to watch the church and then come find me at my house or the mall. Like if he saw anything crazy that was like out of normal. And he he woke me up today in the daytime because it was so serious that last night, late, late, late bunch of humans showed up and they argued and they all fought and they like left in a couple cars and he totally I swear described like a big car and then the car that they left that freaking hotel in where I made the mistake of getting too close to a cute guy next to the dumpster Mm. okay so which church is this? Give me uh, a location, please. Oh, God, I don't even remember the name of the church. I'm, like, looking way back. I don't think we ever named it, but you are welcome to name it, as it is your problem. Yeah, I like the Our Lady of Perpetual Mercy, and then the stigmata shit all over the church. Does Art know that church? Uh, given your connections, I don't see a reason why you would not. Mm. Yeah, Art, Art already wasn't looking too pleased. Now he's just very displeased. 
what time did uh, this rat say this happened? What did they smell like? Uh, that that that's a good question. I never thought to ask him what they smelled like, and I just squeaky squeaky little chunky butt. What did they smell like? What time was there? Was there light in the sky yet? Uh, what is Art asking in regards to what it smells like? So I have a better idea of how to formulate an answer. So Art is trying to find out if they stank of vitae, given what they found in the hotel room. Uh, or if there's anything else that would give another signal to another location they may have been at. But given that it's the church, Our Lady of Perpetual Mercy, um, he has some ideas of what to do next. Uh, Chunky Butt is able to let you guys know that they were not vampires. So he would have no way of telling, really, if they were ghouls, uh, but says that they are not vampires and it was almost morning time and however a rat uh, conveys the idea of it being dark but starting to get light outside okay um art is then going to say did you tell abishai this uh, through Coco translations, he says he never asked. Okay, perhaps I have a little bit of time. Is there yeah. anything else that he knows? Yeah, I want to start asking him questions like, you talk about me? You tell people stuff about me? If a rat could blush and cover his face with his little paws in a cute way when you take an accusatory tone with him, he does. Uh, but, you know, he is, he is still a rat. Uh, he doesn't inform you that he likes french fries. Well, I will give you more french fries. Do you keep our, our... We're supposed to have a secret relationship. You know what that means? Just you and me talk to each other about each other's stuff. It's like secret business, and then you get all the french fries that you want. This overweight, probably, like, cholesterol-clogged, Artery Rat is very excited about the idea of getting all of the French fries that he wants. But you gotta be good. You gotta keep secrets, right? You mean no, not even if someone asked. You keep the secret and they get extra French fries. What's everybody else thinking about this conversation that's happening at this time? Missy is dumbfounded. We're taking the word of a rat. You think this rat's not gonna tell Abishai everything? Oh, this rat is absolutely going to tell Abishai everything. I don't have time to deal with that, especially if the hunters have local contacts in the church that are related to Coco's family. The hunters. Why does it feel like it's all gone to shit? Likely because it has, but it does give me another avenue to find them. I just have to get inside the church's systems is all. What do I tell the prince? We don't have evidence that it's actually hunters yet. Yes, but we did tell her that we had a plan, a honeypot deal, to lure them out and get them. That's what the prince is expecting. Is that no longer a viable plan? I still think it it's is viable. It is a plan. 
Will it work now? I don't know. Two of the hunters were at the Crocker House Inn. One of the kindred they have taken still lives or did last night. They've been draining Vite, bottling it, perhaps selling it on the black market. That's another thing for me to look at today. They force feed him or her, depending on which one, but they force feed them animal blood from the butcher. Something else I will look at. But they have been treating kindred like cattle. They did not kill it. And they smuggled it out through a large equipment case, like you would see with band. So two vehicles, one of which is a larger van that can carry heavy equipment, one that is a New York cab. Scene at the church. All right. There was fight late at night. Somebody in the church works with them. Okay, I can find them. Find out who is buying all of this blood, both kindred and animal. Two different locations. And the honeypot is operating. So perhaps we will find them and uh, find them trying to acquire more product to sell, so to speak. Or at least coax them into a location of our choosing. More than likely, if it's going to be a combination of these things. Well, I will leave it to you. If you would like us to go back to the Camarilla and say, this is everything that is on the table, we are outmatched, we require assistance, by all means. I just want the problem to be solved. This is going to stand up and just kind of start pacing. Like Every time we try to solve one problem, Somehow, magically, another one pops up. This is so. Looking are you, like, Coco gesturing at me Jimmy. while you're doing oh, this? <laughs> no, I say it looking at you, and then I look at Jimmy. <laughs> More just quiet tears, snuggling. And... Oh, the crying's not going to work. Everything you do, you just think about yourself every damn time. You never think about how it impacts other people, other things, your coterie, your baron. You just do what you want like a spoiled brat. You haven't grown up at all. It's going to be a long eternity with this one. Mischief, if you please. This is a me problem, I know, because I am, for all intents and purposes, her sire. It is my responsibility, and it is something I will take care of. I understand your frustration, and I share it. Unfortunately, right now, I have to focus on this problem with the hunters and get it done as quickly as possible before more complications arise. I'm sure you understand. And the hunter problem is important, but I don't want this to fall to the wayside. So you, or the Baron, need to come up with a punishment. Fitting. Jimmy grins a little bit and looks over to Art. Art will hold up a hand. I already have something in mind. There is something else that she is going to be doing for the Baron in terms of his car and artwork that has already been negotiated. This shall be something else. I have it in mind. You and I will speak of it at uh, a future date. Later tonight, we'll say. Yes, later tonight, because I really want to hear this idea. Because right now, it doesn't sound very punishing if she gets to do the thing she loves to do. That is true. That is true. I mean a punishment. Something she'll feel. 
Something that maybe next time she'll think about before she eats someone. My eyeballs are just or brings red. in a spy from another baron into the mall. It was just make a cute no. little rat. I said no. I said no. You can stop with your crying. That works on him. She's going to point to Art. But it ain't working on me. Wouldn't these be blood tears? Okay. Sure would. They still wouldn't work on me. Red, big eyes, sad tears, big pouty lip. Aw, staining your best hoodie. It's black. I've learned lessons. I'm going to go talk to Art. I'm going to figure out where we're at in this hunter plan so I can give a report back to the prince. Is there anything else I need to do besides maybe babysit? I am not sure of that yet. We will see where we stand. I will get the latest updates from my own systems. I still have to figure out how to put Winifred into the situation. I now have some ideas. But I need to track them down first. Them being, of course, our mortal quarry. But yes, let us have that discussion now. And Arts is going to get up. He will start heading toward his... Yep. Well, I'm going to get back to working on that car of mine so you can paint it up later. Jimmy gets up and... Uh... I just kind of sit... Just petting Chunky Butt in between, like, that little spot between his eyes and his little nosy. Just sitting there, sad. Cool. We're going to follow... Uh, I guess let's follow Jimmy as he goes back to his car. Well, what's Jimmy's got going on in his his head here? Uh, well... Because it feels like there's been a lot of stuff happening around Jimmy, and he hasn't really taken a whole lot of agency in his barony that he has here. Right. Well, he's frustrated and mm -hmm. angry, mm -hmm. and he doesn't want to get angry at people. That's uh, quite a thing for him. Yes. Uh, he's also hungry, but uh, he can deal with that later. But he knows that he needs some space, so that's why he's working on his car while he, like, mutters to himself under his breath. Did he go back and get his uh, his cell phone by chance? Oh, no. Cool. I didn't think so, but I figured I would ask just to make sure. Um, cool. Coco, sitting here, what's your... What you doing? Just kind of trying to get, like, I don't know, my head together. Because, like, I was a little bit higher when, like, I woke up. And now that was just totally a buzzkill. And I don't want to have to eat chunky butt. That's gross. Is it gross because he's a rat or is it gross because he's your friend? He's my friend. Poor chunky butt. Uh, cool. There's like a ladies room. I'll probably get up and go clean up my face and get my shit together and maybe just try and find one of Jimmy's like 
dudes that like hangs out see if there's anybody that's like fired up that i could top off my nom high uh if memory serves you're just at one hunger so yeah but i want to get like stoned a little bit more and jimmy has this uh, like stoner stock hanging out uh cool it's just like you know it's bad feelings man i gotta feel good after the bad feels you got it. You got Well, there is the club that's here. That there are some people that are hanging around that, uh, workers and stuff. It's probably not quite open yet for random patrons, but you know, people got to do stock and shit before a busy night. And those are my employees, and they should not be high. They should be working. How how strict do you think the Coco is with your employees and their status of being high or not however strict she is i'm sure that art is even stricter well uh, in a little while some guests will be arriving club patrons so that's always a, a possibility uh i wanna tell chunky just to i'm gonna set him up with some french fries um in my forever 21 in like a nice big cardboard box um with some you know little whatever i think is laying around that he might like to play with and all the french fries and stuff in his new makeshift like hangout space and then i'm gonna go down to the club and just kind of sulk i guess in like the corner are you intending to make this a place that chunky butt cannot get out of nope i'm just gonna tell him to hang out he can have all the french fries remember our deal look i made you this cute little space wasn't it nice okay cool just so long as you're not trying to lock him in there in some fashion uh, and then finally, let's go over to Art and Missy. And I'm curious as to what's on their minds before we get into a, a big role of some kind. I think it's already pretty clear what's on Missy's mind. Mm -hmm. uh, and as Art's walking back over to the Shock of Radio and the secure door that leads to his haven, um, his his posture has shrunk down. He's not walking as a human would he's he's stalking like a predator would he's very clearly just he's letting the agitation go and he's muttering under his breath it's like i've tried everything for months i have tried to have a a, a soft hand i have, have not I have, i've tried the carrot i have tried to coddle i have not tried the stick i have tried to stake her just once and i apologize when i tried for it but that was vinnie the fish's fault because he fucked it up I am at my wit's end. I never had a child. I never wanted a child. Now I have to deal with a child. And the worst part is I can't do anything permanent to the child because I could not live with my own life if I did this. But no, it is fine. I have just the thing. It should work. It'll have to work. If it doesn't work, I'll have to farm this out to somebody else and I will never live it down. Are you trying to keep Missy from being able to hear this? Uh Probably for like the first like sentence, and then he's getting worked up that it's getting louder and louder. He's not yelling yet, but it's definitely uh, he he cannot hide it. 
First, come into my home. I wish to show you something, two somethings. And to go through the rigmarole of going through the airlock and everything. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they get into the office and the airlock door re-engages and the light turns green, he is going to go over to a filing cabinet that uh, on top of it, there is a picture, uh, a couple of pictures. And one picture is of Coco. And there is uh, another picture, and it looks like uh, a very nice family. Coco's in the picture. There's also a little baby. There's two other people. And there are several other pictures of the woman at various ages. And he's going to open up this filing cabinet, and he's going to pull a manila folder out. And then he is going to go over to the gurney that is next to his fridge, where there's a body on it. The body's naked. And, of course, there's two little spots where there would be fang marks. So the body is drained entirely of blood, but it's otherwise been untouched. And he's going to throw this folder on the gurney next to it. This is the latest in a line of people who have died to Coco, because she does not understand restraint. His name was Silas Cartwright. Once my web dogs have finished their sniffing and I have a full workup of his life, who he is related to, who he relies on, who relies upon him, where he lived, where he worked, where he ate, where he did everything. Once I have all of that, I will add it to the file of every other identity that I have gained from people that she has killed. My plan is to make her live those lives so she understands what she has taken away and she understands what she will have to go through the next time she decides that she is going to kill someone because she wants to get high. For six months, she is going to live as Silas Cartwright, working the night shift at the Crocker House Inn. She will have no access to credit that Silas did not have. She will not have access to her apartment. She will not have access to any vehicles other than Silas Head. She will be Silas Carthright for six months. And if she fucks it up, it will go longer. After that is done, I have a uh, Arthur Fishburne here. He was a custodian at the warehouse. He was killed while running away from Svipel and from Coco, he had a gun taped to his hand. I ate that poor man after he had been killed, but I did take his identity. And so for six months, she will be a janitor. After that, probably a bartender, maybe an orderly. She will be working night shifts all over town. I will pull all of my support away and she will have to make her own way and she will have to learn restraint. But if she cannot, then I will have to do as a sire does. And mischief, that is not something I think that I can do. You can let her learn her lesson by living those lives. But the minute she kills somebody else, it's done. She's staked. Yes. 
And I am telling you that I do not think that I personally can do it. And let me explain to you why. She is family to me. Mischief. And not in the terms of found family because I am her sire and she is my child, such as it is. And he picks up the family picture. She is a grandniece. That is my blood in that picture. Her stepbrother is my blood. Because his mother is my blood. She is the last that I would manage to get out of the old country before everything that happened. And I swore I would not raise a fang to my family. And she's making it so very hard, Mischief. She is making it so very hard. She does not understand. I have to be the one to do it. Let the Baron do it. But I think we should tell her that if she kills again, she will be staked by Jimmy. Very well. After you pull away money and shelter and make her actually have to work for a living, honestly, I think that just might make her do more reckless things. But we'll try it. And I am at my... Yes, well, I'm at my wit's end otherwise. Mm-mm. I'm going to plan a phone call with Jade later and uh, break the news to her. That um, while she will have support, because Jade has been through a lot, and I will not leave her hanging, um, I think it will be best of her and uh, Coco separate for a time. Six months. Is there some of this can send Jade to just temporarily? Yes, of course. I could send her to Boston. I could send her to Washington, D.C. I could send her to... Um, You'll probably go to Milan for a few months. Um, I think she needs to go to Europe. Boston's fine. Send her over there for six months. Let her get used to her new life. Let her get away from the bad influence that is Coco. And uh, maybe between losing her best friend, having to work a living, and the threat of being staked, maybe, maybe that will kind of sink in. Perhaps. And if it does not, then I shall expand the haven down here for one more gurney. Okay. Well, now that housekeeping's out of the way, what are we doing with the hunters now? What update, if I need to give one to the prince? Our honeypot is online and active. It has not received any hits yet from what I have seen. The lead at the church is promising. He will have to go over there, rifle through their files, see who shows up. And from the sound of things, I will have to be very cautious because there is a lot more danger in that church than I thought there would be. The operation that they found at the Crocker House Inn was crude, but advanced in a way. They were using filters and tubing from an aquarium in order to shove a tube into a vein so all the vitae would flow out and into whatever receptacle that they were using. They were bleeding this vampire dry and then force-feeding him with a funnel, animal blood, in order to get healthy again so they could continue to milk him for all he was worth. It is very cruel. 
even by our standards, and we can be cruel creatures. This is monstrous in a way that I have not seen in many years. They are dangerous. They carry flare guns. They carry silver bullets. They carry holy water. Some of them have the true faith. Some of them, there is a devilry all of their own. They are united in their hatred of the kindred, but they are not united in their handling of it. What are they doing with the Vitae? I do not know yet. Although from the look of it, one of them is drinking it. He looks like he's been around several more years than his uh, identity lets on. I would guess they are hoarding some of it. They may be trying to farm this out to other people. Uh, you know, if it were me, if I were in this position, I would be taking that Vitae. I would be selling it to those looking for extra years of their life. I would make a fabulous sum of money from it, helping the rich live forever. Would that not be something? Can you find out if that's what they're... Perhaps. Have you figured out how they decide who to kill and who to just take? Hmm. Since it has only been a day or two since I discovered that somebody was missing, I have not been able to delve that far yet. I do not know if it is specific to clan or bloodline or if it is simply opportunity. If something causes too much trouble, they would get rid of it, find another one. I wonder if we should speed things up instead of wait for the uh, trap to go through. Maybe we should put somebody out as bait, see if they take it. I think I already know the answer to this question, but who would you put out as bait? Well, not Coco. Well, then, I don't know what you're going to say. Well, Jimmy or, or me. I can't have you do it, because you'd have to be the one tracking us. I assume you could put some kind of tracker on us. Yes, I'm certain I could come up with something. He lies unconvincingly. <laughs> I mean, if we know the areas that they hang out, what if we see if they take the bait? Kindred walking alone? Documentation that Jimmy and Coco brought back in summer last night suggests that they've been casing the area for for some time. That's that's how we know that uh, there were there are two people that they had been tracking that they they circled um, the 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 nerdy Fonzi and and the stripes, which I I think match with with. Um, a clanless and and somebody else. I still have feelers out. Let me see what else is in the book. Maybe 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 we can come up with something. Art's gonna grab that book, and he's gonna go through it and see if there are other other names that they've been or other nicknames that they've been tracking that they might be able to make work. Ooh, while that's happening, what are you up to, Missy? Are you hanging out and helping, or are you getting up to something no. else? I can hang out and help. I don't know if Kendra ever responded back. Uh, yeah, she would have responded back with really kind of whatever you wanted to set up. Like, she's not 
right. she's not difficult. Well, she's very accommodating. Um, I'll uh, I'll stay and help Art, but I will let him know that I have an appointment at uh, one a. So I have to be out, and I would like us to go back up to the food court and inform Coco, because I assume she's going to start her new job tonight, tomorrow night. Just as soon as the hunter pro problem is resolved, her shift will start the next evening. I have to put reason. everything in place, of course. I need to change some documents. It won't take that long. No, but all the more reason to get the hunter situation. Let's all right. Think about that idea. But yeah, uh, I'll help with that. And then we go back upstairs. and we'll... Very well. It is the 11th day of January 2023. There's a lot of ones in there. I was trying to think of something fun to say, but I fucked it up. Um, and it, it's been a little bit a minute, so we're going to have a little, not quite recap, but like uh, a little bit of cleanup as we move into a new night in-game. Um, I think the first question I have is for Missy and... After you're running around with the city taking your census, uh, did you go? Did you stop for a bite to eat? Yes, that was. Okay. Do you want to do a uh, a quick little hunting roll or something like that um, on how you would get this? Uh, how you would like to get somebody to have a little nom on? Yeah, how would you go and try and get something to eat? Oh, uh, we uh, usually she just goes to like a domain uh, where the homeless hang out, and she just finds. Just kind of grab them up. It's a, a quick. Uh, cool. What do you? What do we usually roll for you doing that? Do we do anything really with that? I don't remember what the Sandman. Hold on, I have a handout for this. Stealth and dexterity. Cool. And do you have any damage on you still? Or did you take care of that? No, we took Okay. Uh yeah, you can pretty safely feed up to down to one up dot. to the two points unless you want to murder this random homeless person. No, no. I'll go down cool. to one hunger. Uh everybody can restore their highest of composure or resolve to their willpower if they took willpower damage. Did anyone else need to do a little feeding? No. Oh, yeah, that's right. You took care of that. Indeed. Proudly, it sounds. This is fine. <laughs> uh, aren't you good? Yeah, you're good. Um, and then as far as I remember, everybody was kind of going back to deal with some of the information that they picked up. Uh, Missy was going around the city to finish her little census business. Uh, Art had a giant pile of data to process through. Um, Indeed. Jimmy, did you get up to anything the rest of that night? or? I don't think so. You could have easily been assisting Art with some red string conspiracy nutcase board with locations around the city and that kind of thing. Probably. Uh, uh, I remember Raven went off 
to whatever it is she was going to be doing the rest of that night. Is that what you guys remember? I remember Jimmy accidentally insulted her. Uh, I thought it was that you almost revealed the whole Diablery yep. thing. Oh, yeah, it was that he almost did as well. Yeah. Um, oh, that's no, right. You, you, you talked about the coterie in a way that was somewhat exclusionary for as though she was not a part of it. Right. Which technically yeah. she isn't. Because Jimmy was... Oh, she asked if Jimmy should... or She asked Jimmy if she should do something to like put in a good word for Jimmy against uh, Donnie. And Jimmy said, no, because you're not part of the coterie. Sort of yeah. thing, yeah. She was like, All right, well, fuck you then, I guess. Yeah. Cool. And then, Art, you were going through a whole bunch of stolen data, including a stolen computer from... The hotel, yeah. The hotel whose name we wrote down as... The Crocker House Inn. Crocker's on, it's on this table somewhere. Maybe not this page, it, but it, it's, it's, on it's, on the, it's on the podcast feed. Because I used the name as a title, so I wouldn't forget it. I mean, that's both terrible and wonderful. That <laughs> so I see I true in Officer Daniels. Uh, so I guess this puts us into Friday the 14th. Does that sound correct? Sure. Yeah. Make it, make it a little circle or something. Uh, let us make it because you're vampires. Cool. Uh, and then I guess I need rouse checks for everybody waking up. Yeah. Oh, worst vampire. The best vampire ever. Uh, awesome. Everybody but Coco gets a little bit hungrier. Uh, let me. Literally everybody except for Coco, as Coco's house guest gets a little hungrier. Oh, I remember the last thing I wanted to ask. Did you deploy the honeypot, or is it not yet? The honeypot is, if it is finished, it is deployed. Uh, I feel like that could have been deployed. I don't, because like you guys were setting it up, you were compiling a bunch of code, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, I don't think there's anything major that was going on that would keep it from being deployed. I don't know how long it takes to do weird, crazy code stuff. So, uh, if if you have, uh, yeah, it doesn't take too long if you know what you're doing for that sort of thing. The harder part would be making it look real. Yeah, which we did dice stuff for. To okay, cool. So that can be. Out there, let me roll. How many dice does it have for hacking stuff? Cool. We will keep that in mind as to where and what and how things may be happening with that. Because there's all kinds of things that could narratively stand in place of it, given things that were happening because there's a lot of crazy-ass shit that's been going down. Okay. Oh my god, I don't even remember the name of the church. I'm, like, looking way back. I don't think we ever named it, but you are welcome to name it, as it is your problem. 
We need like an Our Lady of the something really bad, you guys. Like the, I don't know, Our Lady of the what's something that would like be like a, a word that would like, I don't know, maybe help sad poor the, people <laughs> that fuck up all the, the time. <laughs> Our Lady of the Perpetual Hunger? Uh, Our Lady of the Perpetual Mercy? Mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that could be part of the part of the aesthetic. Like that could be a statue that they have on the front of the. I don't know names of parts of buildings, especially not, uh, especially not churches. It could be part of the statuary church. There's the word. Yeah, I like the Our Lady of Perpetual Mercy and then the stigmata shit all over the church. This Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.